Welcome to a travel podcast for travel's sake. We are Sarina and Elisa, and today we are talking about Agra, New Delhi, Rishikesh, and Varanasi. So it's a lot to talk about. Should we start with Agra? Yeah, why not? So uh, we went to visit the famous Taj Mahal. Of course, as you have to do when you go to India. Well, we were a little bit unlucky because um, when we arrived in Agra, it was a Friday and we only planned to stay there for one day. And we found out that the Taj Mahal is actually closed on Fridays. So don't go there on a Friday um, unless you want to see it from the outside as we did. Yeah, it was okay, actually. Like we spent less money. Uh, we didn't have to wait in a queue. Yeah, we had a pretty good spot from the other side of the river. And we were all alone until some tourists arrived, but not too many. So it was a good spot, actually. Yeah, and we started really early in the morning so because we wanted to see the sunrise. But, well, you should not go there in winter. Now, as we're giving t tips about Agra, like, go there when there's not so much smog. Yeah, and while already talking about the smog, in what ways have you felt affected by, by it, like in our whole trip in general? I think at the beginning, like there was no smog in the south and so that wasn't too bad. But coming here in the north, I think honestly the most it has affected us is because we couldn't see like the Taj Mahal or other sightseeing places or the, the sunrise or the sunset, which is a bit sad, I think. <laughs> But um, because we're not here for so long, I don't think it will affect us too badly, like health-wise. Well, I, I hope not. Um, but yeah, you can you can smell it and you can see it and it's not so nice. Yeah, I walked for one day uh, in New Delhi city center and I don't know, the, the smoke, it really got me. I, don't, I, I felt a little bit uh, of a headache in the end of the day and very exhausted. Um, so I'm glad... I don't live in a region where there's a lot of pollution and smog all the time because I don't think, yeah, I, I would want to live there. But of course, many people, they don't have the choice to, to live somewhere else. So, yeah. But what kind of pollution do you think is the worst here in India? Mm. Yeah, uh, of course, now we are mainly affected by the air pollution, but also the pollution in general that people just throw all their rubbish on the streets and they don't care they don't feel to care about the environment it's uh, crazy yeah it's so interesting like we just see people throwing like all kinds of people like businessmen or kids, kids or yeah. like people on the street Everyone. just just like casually dropping paper or plastic on the on the floor And then also what what I never thought would happen before, like they burn all their rubbish at some point. They just set small fires next to the streets and burn their rubbish. But of course the plastic and other rubbish, it can't burn. So it stays there and the these toxic um, smog gets even more like closer to the people because they do it everywhere in the villages, in the city centers. So, yeah, I don't know how, uh, on one hand, nature is so important for them religiously. And then, on the other hand, they they don't seem to care about it at all. 
So I think in general, after our trip through India, I would say the general pollution of the streets and nature is even worse. Yeah, I agree. But do you think um, caring about pollution is a privilege? Because now we're living like in a more expensive area right now in Delhi. Um, and here I see everywhere like don't uh, use single-use plastic or like green city and stuff like this. And um, I think that here they care a little bit more about the environment, but also not so much. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but also, yeah, because it's like everywhere in the streets and here, like the streets are clean comparatively, but also not really. So I don't think it's a privilege. Um, I think... Uh, because we also saw clean streets here in India and these were not streets where like all the rich people live. These were streets where people only had small houses or even just one room for themselves and they still managed to clean their front yard. They managed to clean um, the district of the streets. Yeah, so I think it's just the mindset. Okay. I don't, I don't know if I dis uh, I agree, but uh, yeah, it's interesting to see. I mean, of course, they they need to be a structure for the rubbish, for example. Yeah. Um, like a system that um helps clean them. Yeah. Up, kind of. It's hard if there there's no not such a system. Yeah, it's. I think in some cities they actually have it here in India, but still, it's very different compared to Germany. And I think this is what kind of really surprised me, like how much dirt there is in India. Yeah, that there's too much dirt. But anyways, um, well, it's of course, it's a big topic, but uh, I don't think we'll be able to solve it. <laughs> no, yeah. Let's talk about um, another city that we visited. Yeah, so we went to uh, New Delhi, uh, as I already mentioned. Um, Where there's also a lot of smog, sorry. <laughs> yes, uh, but we went here to celebrate Diwali, which is actually a huge deal in India. And uh, you can compare it even to Christmas. And yeah, we celebrated at, with an Indian family where we're staying right now. Uh, they're such a lovely family and they care about us a lot. And they, yeah, also um, let us celebrate Diwali with them. Yeah, I really liked it. Like this way we could see um, more about the traditions of the festival and not just like the fireworks and party Candles, around it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, for example, they also took us to their office and... Um, we could do the puja with them. Like the puja is the, the prayers. Um, and they had like a little shrine in the office and we could take part in the whole celebration, which was nice. And we tried a lot of different food as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Indians, they are crazy about this festival. Everyone is buy buying firecrackers or even just stuff that makes a lot of noise. Yeah. Um, so we have a little sound clip for you just to listen in. Okay, I hope your ears survived this. And because Elisa had enough of Diwali and all the festivals, uh, she went on her own little adventure. 
I took the bus to Rishikesh and then I took the bus back, which sounds easy, but in reality was not that easy. <laughs> but I stayed for two nights, which was nice. But um, I think I can't travel without Serena because then I just get unlucky. Um, my bus got cancelled, the first one. Um, I'm not going to tell the whole story because it's way too long. I started from Delhi when I was already supposed to have arrived in Rishikesh. So I arrived at night, which I didn't like, but it was fine. I even managed to get some food. And then when I took the bus back, it got cancelled again. So I had to find another one and I had decided to take a government bus because they came regularly. I tried to get into one of the buses, but it was really difficult because there was a lot of fighting. Like no queue, people just tried to get in and I couldn't find my way through. But then for the um, third bus, someone helped me to get a seat. He like reserved me one. And then someone else explained that it was because I'm a guest in India and they want to be good hosts, which I thought was quite interesting because it was like very accepted, like that he just reserved the bus for me because, and everyone was like, yeah, sure, sit here. Like very interesting. Um, Not the bus, like one seat. So I sat in the bus. <laughs> you have a bus for yourself. <laughs> that would have been really, really nice. But no, I was like so cramped in between people and suitcases. I could not move. Luckily, I was sitting at the window. So I thought, oh, I could get some fresh air. But no, the smog was not so nice. But you know but who was able to move? Yes, a mouse. A mouse was able to move up my leg, which was horrifying. She just wanted to take the bus with you. Just wanted to have a little short trip to Delhi. Nice. Who can blame her? I I do. It was my leg. And then when the bus started driving, and I, I recorded a little bit um, because I wanted to add it to the podcast, but this is how it sounded. So I decided to um, to tell the story instead. No. And then someone crashed into the um, bus, like a motorbike just drove straight into the side of the bus, fell over. Everyone started looking at him out the window. Someone just carried him away from the seat and the bus kept driving on and nobody seemed to care, which Casual was interesting. Business. Yeah. And then uh, I got to Delhi finally, like seven hours later. And then a fight broke out just in front of the bus station. So I quickly jumped into a tuk-tuk and drove away. And I did. <laughs> you yourself? Yeah, the tuk-tuk driver. Well, I thought he would drive, but uh, he stopped all the time. And it was very dark and it was kind of scary. So I think this was the first time where I really did not feel safe in India. Um, yeah, but talking about safety, was there one situation on our trip in India where you did not feel safe, Sarina? Um, I would not say that I didn't feel safe. I just felt maybe a little bit overwhelmed of a lot of people at some situations where they just came running after us and just all wanted to sell us something. Uh, at this point, sometimes I felt a little bit uncomfortable, but, um, oh yeah, I remember. I felt very unsafe when we took the also a government bus from Munar to uh, Cochin. And oh. we already talked about it in the podcast and he was driving like 100 kilometers an hour down the mountain separatines. And at this point I didn't feel safe, but I think at every 
other part of our journey i felt pretty safe i have to admit yeah i i feel the same like sometimes people made me feel a little bit uncomfortable but not that i was like too worried would you also say in general that you feel safe traveling india yes i think um especially also because like we are traveling as two women so i think that's that's good but in general like you hear so many horror stories or like people who say oh india is so unsafe and like be very careful and we're not out of india yet so i don't want to say it too loud but i think in general people are very very helpful and want to make sure that you feel okay yes from our point of view i would say this typical stereotype against india that it's not safe to travel it's not true and also we met a lot of solo travelers and um yeah did you hear any stories of other travelers that they did not feel unsafe uh, feel safe or that something happened to them i don't remember that someone said they felt so unsafe that they would like not stay in india anymore or something like that just yeah. like uh, maybe as a girl you don't want to take night trains or night buses on your own but uh, together um, it was always fine yeah i mean the stereotype like just because we didn't experience something bad doesn't mean that there's no truth about yeah, the stereotype sure. at all like i also traveled in south america and was absolutely fine like nothing got stolen but still it's true that a lot of things get yeah. stolen like but there, that there's a lot of crime but here in india like i'm really not worried that someone will steal something from me yeah me neither so we even got Zarina's phone back once <laughs> yes so i mean in general go to india explore it it's a beautiful country and yeah we feel pretty safe here so yeah just take like the usual precautions when you go yeah. somewhere you know like But maybe we can talk about this in another episode. Back to the bus ride and the sa before the safety discussion. Rishikesh was really nice. I really advise you to go there. And it was like a city next to the Ganges where you were supposed to find your inner peace. And it was like a holy city because it was at the Ganges. Um, and we also went to another city at the Ganges, Varanasi. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, Serena? Yeah, I mean, we visited like every tourist spots. And we explored the little small streets of the city. There were many of them. It felt like a labyrinth, actually. We um, nearly didn't find our hostel. Yeah. But we managed in the end. So um, we also went to a, a place where they burn the bodies. The bodies come from all parts of India. The family members, they bring them there. Yeah, or people go there even to die and to get burned so the ashes can be spread in the gangers so this was very interesting to see how did you feel there seeing this i don't know i a little bit i felt like i don't belong there yeah <laughs> and that like i don't want to belong there um but on the other hand it was yeah it also seemed kind of normal i think Yeah, but also for me, like, I felt like it was, even though it's kind of very uncommon to see something like this, I feel like it felt kind of normal because it was just like one more experience on our trip here in India. Yeah. And, and about the culture, like learning yeah, about the we, culture. Yeah, we learned a lot there as well. So that was nice. Someone explained it to us. We also took a boat tour and had a little bit of a different perspective to it so it's a very cultural thing and 
I think you have to go to Varanasi to to maybe understand a little bit more of India. So I would definitely recommend to go. You don't need to spend too much time there. I think two days are enough time. So we didn't see everything, but it was nice to like just wander around the streets and along the river. The streets, by the way, they were very dirty. The dirtiest city I think we've been in. But I think maybe that's just part of the flair of Varanasi. Yeah, we had a very uh, exciting last days. Uh, in the next and final episode of this season, we are gonna summarize our backpacking experience in India. So yeah, stay tuned for that and see you next week. Bye. Bye.